the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. So, who apologizes first? The Durham report was released an hour ago. It's 306 pages. John Durham started this investigation four years and two days ago. I think they spent $4 million. And Donald Trump was right. It was a hoax, the whole Russia thing. And you'll be hearing the details as the night goes on. You don't need my in-depth analysis. Uh, Durham says the, quote, FBI failed to uphold their mission of strict infidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. I think that means they lied, okay? And they lied knowing that the media would be cheerleading for them all the way, and of course they did, and it doesn't work without the media's help. So when do we get the apologies from James Comey, uh, Adam Schiff, remember him? Uh, How about Rachel Maddow and the people at all the non-Fox networks who knew that it was all based on lies, or at least didn't know that it wasn't based on lies and took the FBI's word for it every day, all day. So when do the apologies start coming? Because it looks as though that's about all we're going to get. Uh, Nobody's going to jail. And I'm sticking with the same theory I've had from the beginning. They all knew Hillary was going to win. They all knew that none of their lies and none of their uh, shaky activities would ever be exposed. So they went overboard with the ridiculous conspiracies because it was their insurance policy, you know, just in case, in case that Hillary wasn't a lock. There was no way that they, they just felt there was no way that the birthing person who was entitled to become the first birthing president of the United States was going to lose to a reality TV star. That was just impossible. It was never going to happen. Then they lost and they couldn't stand it. And they did everything they could do to punish the outsider This guy had the nerve to crash their party and started learning all their secrets. They didn't like that. And nobody should ever trust the FBI or the legacy media again, ever. And who's going to be the first person at CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, The Washington Post, New York Times, the list goes on there. Who's going to be the first of all those to say Trump was right? Because he was. When we come back, we'll talk to our Texas correspondent, Matt Makoviak, about the fiasco on the border. And in our second half hour, we're going to talk to the advisor to the presidential candidate who over the weekend said that the voting age should be raised to 25. Stick around. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, Salem Surround has an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment, coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they, they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at 2 a.m. Kind of figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. He found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You need a team of 
people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org employment. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, maybe you noticed that things have been a little crazy in Texas lately. Illegal immigrants have been pouring across the border down there. Lots of them have been put on buses and sent north, including a few. Uh, maybe you didn't hear this story, or maybe you did. A few ended up in Kamala Harris's backyard or front yard. Uh, Matt McCobiak is the chairman of the Travis County, Texas Republican Party. He's a blogger, a columnist, and president of the Potomac Strategy Group. He's also a regular guest on this show. He has Western PA ties, and he joins us now. Matt, thanks for coming on again. Pleasure, as always. How are you? Good, good. Hey, listen, Matt, I was going to talk to you first about the border, but this little report came out about an hour ago, <laughs> the Durham report, and you're a, yeah. you're a Republican, and you're very much into politics, and um, I guess, um, I don't know if anybody's going to be arrested, unfortunately, but it sure does make a lot of Democrats and about 90% of the media look pretty bad, doesn't it? It does. Um, of course, you've had very little limited time to, to peel through it, but, but based on the top lines, it appears that the uh, crossfire hurricane um, uh, efforts uh, uh, that basically you know made the claim that Russia was interfering in the 2016 election to elect Trump, the basis for everything that came after that. Uh, that there was really almost no justification whatsoever to start that operation. So it, this is going to, I mean, it, John, it's so it's so interesting. The, the thing you have to remember about the left is, uh, and this goes back to uh, 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 sort of left-wing ideology and tactics. Uh, they they always they always project in such a way where they claim that that our side is doing the exact thing that they're doing. Um, you know, we've heard for, for years now them complain about interfering with elections and not accepting results of elections and conspiracy theories, um, when now it's pretty clear that, if anything, uh, the Clinton campaign, the FBI, uh, the government, uh, uh, certainly the Obama White House, were all working uh, together to try to interfere in that election. So more to come on, on this story as this develops more. Uh, we've all been waiting for the Durham report for quite some time. Um, whether there will be legal ramifications, I think, is a huge question. Um, but this this is going to take the story further than 
that's come before. Well, I looked um, on CNN's website. CNN had it as the top story. Believe it or not, MSNBC has it on their front page of their of their mm-hmm. website, but it's not the biggest story on the page. Um, yeah, they have uh, a story about Ron Johnson recommending impeachment, but they have the D- Durham report uh, on handling of Trump Russia investigation released to public. That's their headline, and it has a it's a little square on the left hand column. So I guess what I'm asking you is, and you worked for MSNBC for a time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, is this can there should there can there be any hope that this is going to be played as big as it should be anywhere other than maybe Fox and Newsmax? Boy, uh, I think you you know you'd be pretty wise not to bet on that happening. Um, you know, it's it's so clear now that that it's not about independent judgment or what's right and what's wrong, what the facts actually are as it as it applies to our our national media. It's all about what you know. Which side benefits from a story? Uh, it's literally a very simple frame to have, um, and so you know, unless there's really, really damning uh, information here, uh, or additional whistleblowers, you know, other just undeniable facts that develop, and there may be, uh, there may be. I mean, you know, this I think brings an end to Durham's work, uh, or, or you know, presumes, presumably it's wrapping up. He did try to pin uh, some illegality uh, in a DC uh, before a DC jury, at least on one occasion, and has not had success in gaining convictions. Um, but this is obviously a very big story, and it's honestly, uh, it, it's to a certain extent, vindicates a lot of what Trump has been saying about about a lot of this. Uh, and I think it's going to give him a tremendous uh, message uh, going forward that that he has been the target uh, of investigations of of policy. For, for six years. And so to a certain extent, it kind of makes everything else that he's dealing with uh, look uh, look shady and corrupt, just like this was. Yeah. Um, I, the one last thing on that. I'm just looking uh, at Greg Price on Twitter, and I, 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 haven't, I haven't been able to see any other stories about this, um, but this is what the, it says. According to the Durham report, the plan by Hillary Clinton to create a false story linking Donald Trump to Russia was briefed in August of 2016 by CIA Director John Brennan to President Obama, VP Biden, AG Loretta Lynch, and FBI Director Comey. So if that's true, the fact that these people knew about this plan to weaponize the FBI against their political opponent, that, that I don't know, maybe I'm nuts, but that seems like a gigantic thing to me. That should be. It, they it should be, does. and they should be hauled into, into the made to it explain it. it. Yeah, yeah. It brings it into the Oval Office. It it uh, it now it now brings. I think the Clinton campaign and the Obama White House together, uh, coordinating even more closely than before. Uh, I'll tell you the, the the biggest thing I think this presents as an opportunity uh, for for criminal uh, liability is to see if Brennan or Comey. Um, or anyone else uh, involved uh, lied under oath to Congress or lied under oath in any other law enforcement interview. Um, You know, we've only seen, you know, Trump officials uh, prosecuted for lying to Congress in the last five or six years when, when Lord knows there've been many, many people who've done it. So I would start there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but yeah, I don't think this story's over. I think this is the first major development he's had in quite a while. Uh, Whether it's going to bring the whole house of cards down, I don't know, but there are going to be more developments. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see where this goes, but um, I just, based on what's been happening lately, I just don't see anybody being held accountable by the government. But it's just whether of um, the non-Fox. So, if, you know, if it's Fox, it's going to be or Newsmax. I'll include them. They're just going to be uh, preaching to the choir. Yeah, and nobody's going to care. But unless CNN and MSNBC and you know, if this isn't the lead story on ABC tonight, on ABC World News and NBC and CBS, which ignored the Joe Biden story of the $10 million going to um, yep. people in his family, if I'll be stunned. Well, I won't be stunned, but I wouldn't be shocked, I should say, if yep. they, they downplay it. It's, you know, the fifth story when they open their newscast tonight. Yeah, I'm happy to, to put a friendly wager up for you with the three major network newscasts tonight that it won't be the first story. Um, I think the better question is, is it even going to be reported at all? 
I do think it'll be the first story on Fox News special report. Yeah. Um, and we'll see whether it gets into you know the other you know cable news. It will not be on the primetime shows. Rachel Maddow or Alex Wagner or whatever her name is. You know, the question to me, right? CNN has at least their new leadership. I mean, I mean their their new owner, Discovery, uh, John Malone, their new CEO, Chris Licht, have, have have you know at some cost uh, to themselves uh, attempted to try to move CNN back to the middle. Uh, have they done it, you know, as, as aggressively as, as I would if I were king of CNN? Of course not. But I do think they've made some meaningful steps. This will be a great test of that tonight. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Do their primetime hosts cover this story? Uh, do they give it Do they give it uh, seriousness and credence? I saw a quote from Jake Tapper today that was, was actually encouraging. He seems to think this is an important story. So uh, that may be an, an initial, uh, you know, a signal that maybe CNN is going to look at this. Well, I opened my show by asking who's going to be the first to apologize. That's there's, there's some of those. Forget going to prison, but there should be some apologies. Anyway, um, we're talking to Matt Makowiak. He's the chairman of the Travis County, Texas Republican Party down there in Texas. And the purpose for having him on the show was before the, the Durham report came out was to talk about what's going on down there. You're in Austin. I assume you're still there. But is every town in Texas now a border town? Yeah, and it's not even just limited to Texas, John. I mean, it's 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 a nationwide problem at this level, right? I mean, when 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 illegal immigrants cross the southern border, they don't stay near the border. Um, it's actually not in their interest to do that, right? While they may be able to blend in from a from a uh, uh, you know, Hispanic standpoint, um, they also know that there's a lot of federal and state officials down there, uh, and the borders, the border areas are not very, are not safe right now. So they want to get get north um, and, and get into other communities and start working and and sort of blend in, and um, that's what they want to do. Uh, so, so yes, I mean, the, you know, certainly Texas is bearing the brunt of this. Our border communities are bearing the brunt of this at a level that people cannot understand. You know, when they send 50 um, migrants to Martha's Vineyard, they act like it's the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of the Western Hemisphere. I mean, <laughs> you know, we got 10,000 we got 10,000 apprehensions uh, on individual days. So I think three days last week. Um, you know, when you know, five, three or four years ago, right before Biden got in office, we were talking about perhaps hundreds in a day, not, not 10,000. Right. So. Um, the scale of what we're seeing down there, while, while it may be slightly less bad than the uh, worst-case scenarios we, we were expecting in terms of the number, um, it's still setting records, breaking records, pushing the system uh, to the limit. We simply do not have the personnel, the technology, um, funding, or the shelter space uh, to hold these individuals while, they have to, while they're adjudicated, which is why I do think, I think there's a number of things we need to do. One, obviously, you have to get more serious about the border wall. Uh, and yes, there are challenges with the border wall. You can't put it at, at the top of the 4,000 foot Davis Mountains. You can't put it in the middle of the Rio Grande River. river. Uh, there, are, there are logistical problems, but if you, can, if you put it everywhere else, everywhere where it possibly can go, um, then you can put, uh, use technology and personnel at those other choke points. Uh, and you can, you can focus on those areas where if you don't have, if you only have a you know, wall across, let's, let's say 15 or 20% of the Southern border, um, you, you simply don't have the technology and the personnel to cover everything else. So you have, as I mentioned, you have ties to Western PA, and you know that there's a really small Hispanic population here. I think it's 2% of that. Yeah. So the border fiasco, you know, it's just another bad national story for people here. But what about down there? How is it covered there, and how much is it a part of the daily conversation? Because we can't imagine what it's it's, like here. Yeah, it's pretty significant. Um, You know, and I think there are, are, certainly as Title 42 has ended, it's made it even more intense. Uh, the, the conversation, uh, the discussion around solutions um, uh, certainly affects you know, our state from a budgetary standpoint. It affects our counties. Uh, it affects cities like San Antonio. You know, San Antonio is, is, I don't know, three hours north of the border, but it's the largest you know, major city. It's got a major corridor with I-35. Um, absolutely, the south side of San Antonio is significantly affected by this, as is the entire city. Um, but, you know, look, a serious approach to this uh, would, be to le- would be to legislatively pass something along the lines of Title 42, which is now expired. Uh, I actually do think putting these asylum uh, processing centers in these countries like Guatemala and Honduras is a good idea. That may be the only good idea the Biden administration's had so far. But I think they've only got Colombia set up now, and they're working on the others. Nothing's been set up. Um, you know, remain in Mexico while you wait. That was a Trump policy negotiated with AMLO, the, the, the Mexican president. Uh, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, you know, Biden pulled that back. Um, you know, he's gone back to catch and release. 
Um, the list goes on and on. And, and without that uh, federal judge in Florida putting a halt on this uh, absurd policy of letting people go when they come in and not even giving them a court date, uh, we would be uh, in an, you know, an unimportant position. So I don't know what to tell you, John. I mean, we're, not, we're at a place now where there is no real hope for a, um, a, a short-term solution. I can tell you the state of Texas is doing everything I can think of uh, short of declaring an invasion and sending the, net, you know, the entire state guard down to the border. Uh, they're doing just about everything they can do. I mean, we're funding uh, at a multi-billion dollar a year level Operation Lone Star. There's a great story in the New York Post this morning. Um, I posted it on my Twitter account. Todd Benzman uh, is reporting from down there. I think he's more of a citizen journalist. But he, uh, he was reporting on uh, this one location on the southern border that uh, they, there was some video posted of people just coming across with nothing happening. Apparently, the governor of Texas saw it, sent a team down there, and they've been using uh, this wire that they're putting across the border, uh, across this section of the open border, and it was repelling migrants almost immediately. Uh, the Biden administration has said uh, that, that, that doing so is illegal. I don't know how, how, how such a thing could be illegal, but... Um, <laughs> But, you know, short of these kinds of sort of makeshift, you know, last minute, best, you know, best we can do type of solutions, I don't know that we're going to see um, any action in the short term. The only thing that's going to change this is if, is if Democrats start to start to conclude this is a political liability for them in the, in the next election. Yeah, that was and, me, that was going to be my next question. Uh, yeah. Greg Abbott, the governor, Ted, Ted Cruz. Uh, yeah. All the Republicans are blaming the Biden administration. What, what are the Democrats in Texas saying? I got about a minute and a half left there. Um, yeah, so most of them are, are are blaming the lack of quote comprehensive immigration reform for this problem. Oh, okay. yeah. um, but there are there are a few you know exceptions. Look at Henry Cuellar, who has a section of the border who's a moderate Democrat. Um, he's been very critical of the Biden administration's efforts. If you look in the Senate, this isn't exactly Texans, John, but but Sherrod Brown, a progressive from Ohio, is up for re-election in a in a state that's becoming redder and redder and redder. Uh, was was critical over the weekend. Joe Manchin from West Virginia, who's up next year. Kristen Sinema from Arizona, who's up next year. So to me, it's, this is going to come down to the Senate. If, if enough Democrats in the Senate join with the Republicans to get the 60 votes, you need 10 or 12 Democrats, I think, to do that. that. That's what would change things. Short of that, the Democrats have to conclude this is not in their own political interest. And right now they think it is. Uh, I got a last question for you for Matt McCoviak down there in Texas. The stars, I got 30 seconds. Stars are in game seven. Anybody down there care? <laughs> Dallas, Dallas Stars? They do. Outside of Dallas, not really, uh, to be honest. And hockey's just not a big sport in Texas. I love hockey, as you know. Yeah. Uh, playoff hockey doesn't get better than playoff hockey. You don't even have to care about the two teams. I guarantee you that game tonight will be a humdinger. It'll be a great game to watch. And um, it would be great to see uh, Las Vegas and Seattle in the Western Conference Final, too, the most, two most recent expansion teams. be incredible. Yeah, well, it should be interesting. Florida, Dallas, maybe Vegas. <laughs> Uh, It's not exactly hockey hot country. No, that's right. It is hot country. That's probably why it's not hockey country. Hey, hey, Matt, always good to have you on. It was great to have you today to get us a perspective on the Durham report and what's happening down there. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Okay, that's Matt McCoviak, and he's uh, down there in Travis County, Texas. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. In Florida today, Governor Ron DeSantis has put his name on a bill barring the state's colleges and universities from spending money on diversity, equity, and inclusion programs and limiting how race can be discussed in many courses. The move comes amid conservative pushback on higher education DEI programs, which DeSantis and others say reinforce racial divisions and promote liberal orthodoxy. Supporters of the program say they are critical to serving the nation's increasingly diverse student populations. The law also forbids public colleges from offering general education courses, those that are part of a required curriculum for all college students, that, quote, distort significant historical events and teach identity politics, among other topics. Jeremy House reporting. This is SRN News. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. 
Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. Trump was made for a time like this. Trump probably won in 2016 over the border crisis. So now he leaves, the border crisis has exploded, and people are looking at him saying, you know what, he's probably the guy to get this back on track again. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at 9, right before Del Wamsley at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service master. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try to make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? This is Beth Andrews from Networth Advisors. I believe the same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go to one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Networth Advisors was started. I wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. We're more than just convenient. We're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with the Networth Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 800-426-1428. That's 800-426-1428. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Networth Advisors, 800 800- 426-1428. Firm offers insurance services but does not provide legal advice. Networth Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. Clear skies early tonight, then we'll see increasing clouds with a low of 49. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow, tomorrow's high 70. Cloudy tomorrow evening, then turning out clear late with a low of 48. Brilliant sunshine Wednesday, however, consider protecting tender vegetation ahead of potential frost at night. Wednesday's high 65. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Vivek Ramaswamy is running for president. He has lots of good ideas, appears to be a real conservative. He's obviously a long shot, but he could do a lot of good by coming up with ideas and starting some valuable conversations. How's this for an idea? Uh, raising the voting age to 25. Uh, to 25 and uh, Kathy Barnett, who ran for Senate in Pennsylvania, is his grassroots director and advisor, and she joins us now. Kathy, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love that opening, right? He has great ideas. And as most Republicans know, the Republican Party is in short supply of solutions. We're really good about pointing out the problems, uh, but we come up short most time when it comes to solutions, ideas. And so that is something that he brings a lot of to the table. It's been a lot of fun. So let's start with the, the biggie, though, raising the voting age to 25. Why does he think that would be a good idea? Because he's looking at our culture, and he's looking at our children, and he's looking at the fact that they are going to inherit this country. And as it stands, we have actually lost many aspects of our nation. Now, we can talk as Republicans about cutting taxes, uh, uh, raising taxes, and all of those things, but 
none of these things work, right? When you're talking about transgenderism, when you're talking about inflation, when you're talking about open borders, these things are issues because we have a culture that is buying it. What do we need to do in order to change the heart and the mind of the culture? And one is to get our people to become more civic-minded, that our nation, our constitutional republic, was never meant for privileged people to just roll over and wake up and maybe I will, maybe I won't. But our constitutional republic is made for people who understand that it only works if we are engaged and involved. And so this is one aspect of it. So the the concept is you raise the voting age from 18 to 25, and then, uh, but you can vote at 18 if you come if you do six months of military service or volunteers, firefighters, uh, first responders. That's one thing you can vote at 20 at 18 if you and if you um, if you sign up to engage. Uh, become civic-minded from that perspective, or you could take um, the, the immigration test, uh, which immigrants must take in order to become um, citizens. If you don't want to do either of those, then you wait till you're 25 and you vote. Well, based on what I've seen and just personal experience and also just some of the, some of the uh, just man-on-the-street interviews you see being done on Fox News with p- asking people at the beach who the vice president of the United States is, what are the three branches of government, um, who won the Civil War. Uh, I don't think, I think you'd find a lot of ineligible voters after they passed that test around. Well, then maybe, you know, then that's the bigger, then that's a bigger problem, right? Because now let's go upstream and let's look at why our children, our young, our young adults are so woefully ignorant if they can't pass the same test we demand illegal immig- our immigrants to take in order to become citizens in this country. What, what, where has it fallen? What have we gotten wrong? And what do we need to focus on in our school? Maybe a little less CRT and DEI and maybe a little more focus on our Constitution. Yeah, you know, actually, I mentioned that one of the good things about having candidates like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is that uh, while he's a long shot, he does inject ideas and create conversations. And maybe the genius of suggesting that people be made, um, uh, uh, the requirement be 25 years of age for to vote, maybe the genius of it is it's, it has very little chance of ever getting passed. It requires a constitutional amendment and all that stuff. But you and I just talked about it, and we 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 both agree that the um, ignorance among young people, among people in general, uh, about people the United general, States yeah. is just uh, maybe that at least starts a conversation about that because you couldn't do this because too many people would be disqualified if they had to take a test. That uh, that should raise enough of an issue. I know, right? I mean, like, what did uh, Benjamin Franklin say? Uh, it's a republic if you can keep it. The only way to keep it or the best way to keep it is to be informed. And not only informed, but to engage, right? And right now, those who are 25 and younger are perhaps some of the lowest voter um, uh, numbers that we have. And so maybe if you have to earn it versus it just being handed over to you, perhaps you're perhaps you will covet it a little bit more. And let's not forget that the voting age has not always been 18. You know, there was a constitutional amendment, I I believe, in 1971 to raise the voting age um, or to lower the voting age from 25 to 18 at that time, to lower it from 25 down to 18. uh, 21 to 18, yeah. Yeah, 21 to 18, yeah. because we were drafting people into the military. Let me just say, I'm all for good ideas, but Vivek is in this to win it. And let's not forget, he's actually doing better than Donald Trump was doing in 2015 at this same time. And Donald Trump was certainly a long shot out of the 16 others who were running. And so right now, he is in it to win it. He has committed a tremendous amount of his own personal wealth. Uh, that he and his wife have uh, earned, and he is spending a lot of time on the road and is being reflected in the polls right now. What kind of response has he been getting? 
I mean, you know, really good. Uh, I am his grassroots director, so I'm in the room when he announced this in uh, Iowa, in Dallas County, Iowa, uh, at a rally we, we, uh, that, that was put on for us. The crowd was excited. I mean, you know, people, I mean, and then you go to another area, people gasp, like, oh, my goodness. But listen, we're living in a time where we need bold leadership, right? Because Democrats, the progressives, they're not trying to conserve. They're not trying to tiptoe around the edges. We're now talking about uh, mutilating little girls' bodies, uh, chemically castrating little boys, and they're calling that progress. So they're not you know, working around the edges. Democrats have been very bold, very clear about their agenda. On the Republican side, we need a little bit more bold leadership and stop tiptoeing and apologizing for who we are and the values that have made this nation great. And that is what Vivek is offering. He's offering us an opportunity to get behind someone who have real ideas that can actually move the needle and get our country back on track that's what we need. No more tiptoeing as Republicans. Let's stop always trying to conserve the line and let's begin to fight for our nation. And some of his other ideas are considered radical, like uh, eliminating the Department of Education. But it uh, wasn't that long ago that that was not considered radical. The Republicans have been promising to do that. And that's one of those things that I get annoyed with the Republicans about. They talk the talk, but won't walk the walk on that. Well, you know, newsflash, Republicans, nothing you say or do is going to make the progressive left, specifically those who hate this country, like you. And I think once we get to a point where we are like, okay, listen, these people are never going to like me. There's nothing I will ever be able to say that will make them feel warm and fuzzy about me. Uh, then it frees you to do what we know to be true. The problem is, is that we have a number of Republicans on our side who aren't conservative, who don't want to put America first, who like being invited to the country club uh, uh, events on for Christmas and the other holidays. And so we really need to begin to look at those that we are bringing on and electing and putting them in positions. I mean, think about how far we've fallen as a nation. I am talking to little girls who at the age of 11 was told the thing you need to do is get on hormone blockers. I'm talking to little girls that by the age of 15 had their perfectly healthy breasts removed. Um, I spoke to another young lady who at 18 believes she was a boy within six months of telling her doctor that she thinks she's a boy at 18. She had her healthy breast removed, and then six months later, she still didn't feel like a boy. So they suggested she get a full hysterectomy. Now she's trying to detransition because she realized that perhaps what she was really suffering from was a mental illness and not something that was legitimate of her believing she was a boy and therefore we need to all come alongside her. That's the culture in which we're now in. And I have a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old and they're going to inherit this craziness. And so we need on our side, we have the better ideas. We just need those within our ranks of leadership who have the courage to stand up and begin to fight for our values. And the Democrats are doubling down on that, as bad as it's gotten. And even though Europe is uh, way ahead of us in reversing some of this insanity, the Democrats look like they're going to go into 2024 doubling down on the insanity of the transgender movement. You know, I mean, I cannot think of anything that's, that's, that is as I don't know what the right word, but I can't I, I can't imagine being a person who looks at my at my sex, at my biology and feel revolt and, and, and feel um, a sense of disgust over it or feel like I'm in the wrong body. I cannot imagine what that experience must be like. And so my heart goes out to those who are honestly struggling with their identity to feel like you're in the wrong body i cannot even begin to wrap my mind around what that must feel like and yet although we can have compassion we do not we should not normalize that we should not 
so we're creating dysphoria among our children, our little children. I mean, we're at, at historical rates of little children who are now confused about their identity and are now, you know, saying out loud, I believe I'm something other than my, my DNA. So I can't imagine what that must feel like. And yet we can have compassion and still stand strong and hold the line for what we want to be normal in our country, what we want to normalize in our country. We're talking to Kathy Barnett. She's the grassroots director and advisor to the Vivek uh, Ramaswamy campaign. He's running for president. Uh, Kathy, the Durham report just came out about an hour, two hours, not even two hours ago. Um, and it, it, if, if it doesn't destroy everybody's faith in the FBI, it sure should. What will that do for um, Vivek's uh proposal to eliminate the FBI. You know, and one of the things that he said, just for a point of, of clarity, he, you know, he believes that there are certain organizations like the Department of Education that needs to be demand, dismantled full stop, right? But then you have other organizations, the IRS, the FBI, for example, where the rot goes so deep that you cannot simply replace figureheads, you know, take one head down and then put put a put another figurehead on top of that. And because you have this bureaucracy, what he calls the the fourth branch of the government, this managerial class of individuals who just wait out the elected officials, they are there for it appears um um a, a life tenure and so he believed that there are certain organizations that where the rod is so deep, you can't just change the head, but you have to uh, take it down and then rebuild something else that makes more sense. And that's what he has proposed um, from almost day one with the, with the FBI, for example. It's not, you know, you know, there is a usefulness with the having, having an apparatus like the FBI, but not the one that we have. The rot is so deep. Uh, it, it has permeated permeated every cell within that organization. And so for Vivek, his proposal is to tear it down and rebuild something better that actually serves the American people. Do you get the feeling that that's going to be a more popular notion now uh, that when this report, the Durham report comes out or has come out? Um, will the will, will all of media... Yeah. Uh, talk about it, put I, it out there, where they inform the people. I believe that if the people were informed, really informed about what was going on in our nation, there are still people who don't believe children are being encouraged to cut off their healthy breath, our little boys, to chemically castrate themselves. And the reason why they're so woefully ignorant about what's going on in our nation is because the media has not taken their role in our First Amendment Seriously, instead they become weaponized and doing what it is that the that those who hate this country or have a different agenda uh, than securing this nation, they have kind of come alongside that. So I believe that if the American people is informed about the details of the Durham report, yes, the American people will rise up. I honestly believe there are more Americans who are pro-America who love this country, irrespective of political affiliation. Let's just move away from the R's versus the D's, because I believe a lot of that has been used to manipulate us and to confuse us of what's really going on. So if you move away from the R's versus the D's and you look at it as pro-Americans versus anti-Americans, those who love this country versus those who hate this country. And the good news for all of us is that I believe there are far more Americans who fall in the pro-America category. The problem is we have to get good information to the people. And I believe if that is the case and the media does their job, then, yes, there will be a lot of Americans who wake up to the reality of how far we've fallen as a country. Hey, Kathy Barnett, uh, I'm out of time. I appreciate you being on the show. I'm sure we'll talk again between now and a year from now. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. Okay, that's Kathy Barnett, and she is the grassroots director and advisor for Vivek Ramaswamy, running for president. I'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does Jandy Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And Jandy Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment, coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they, they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at 2 a.m. Kind of figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. <laughs> he found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You need a team of people. People that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy, don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So the thing to look for tonight with this dorm report coming out uh, that's going to be interesting is the uh, the media reaction. And as uh, Matt Makowiak said, he wouldn't bet any money that it's even going to be the lead story on the uh, NBC, CBS, or ABC evening news. Boy, that if it's not well, they they didn't they ignored the story about the Biden family with the, where the uh, Republicans showed uh, bank records that showed that the family got ten million dollars, including grandkids. They didn't think that was interesting enough. Not to forget, not leading with it. They didn't have it in the newscast. So I'm look. I'm just looking around here. And CNN.com, uh, uh, that's their lead story. Special counsel says FBI didn't have reason to launch full Trump Russia probe. I checked um, MSNBC. They have it up there, but it's not their lead story. At least it wasn't a few minutes ago. And um, AB, I'm sorry, um, ABC News. Yeah, ABC News. They've got it up there. It's not in big letters, which it, it just... Again, it's not even it's almost a waste of oxygen to point it out. But if this were Trump that and an investigation of Trump that was justified, if it would have been the other if he had come out and said the uh, Steele dossier was legit and the, the Democrats had every right to accuse Donald Trump of collusion, it was all true. Imagine where that would be on these pages I'm looking at now, where it would be on the evening news tonight. But the uh, ABC page just has. A small picture of Durham and uh, in the middle of the page, and it's their lead in here, but in small letters, after four-year probe, Durham reports slams FBI for actions in 2016 Russia investigation. But right underneath it, in the subheadline, despite Trump's expectations, 
the probe failed to produce any major convictions. They had to work Donald Trump in there. Um, why? What does that have to do with anything? Despite Trump's expectations, if you read the story, shouldn't everybody have the expectation that somebody's going to get uh, indicted for something? Any any major convictions? There couldn't be a conviction anyway. How could you have a conviction? Uh, they'd have, you could have an indictment, and maybe that would lead to a conviction. It's a stupid headline, by the way. So and that's what um, I'm going to be looking for tonight. Uh, I, 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 I can only stand to watch CNN, MSNBC for maybe 30 seconds at a time where I can drop in, see what they're doing, and get out before I have to listen to much of what they're saying. But um, this thing is gigantic. It's the FBI, the, the Clinton administration, not the Clinton administration, the Clinton campaign and the Obama administration, including some guy named Biden, I think, who was vice president then, using the FBI to drum up a conspiracy against the their, their oppo- opponent in a presidential election. And that's one thing. It didn't work. It didn't work because... Trump won and Hillary Clinton lost, even though she still says it was illegitimate and he's not he was never a legitimate president. But she did lose. So instead of saying, well, we better, you know, pack it up, pack the pack our stuff up and get out of here because we don't want to get caught with what we just did. Let's just hope it, it goes away. The guy won. He'll forget about it. But they kept doing it because they they were so upset that he won that they tried to destroy his presidency. And I, I don't know, that kind of affects the country, don't you think? I, I can't believe that anybody uh, would not be upset about this. And uh, I, I want to see who the first Democrat is going to be, who comes out and says what a rotten thing it was and and crit- criticizes Obama or Hillary Clinton or Biden. That, that'll be interesting. I wouldn't hold my breath waiting for any of that. We'll see. And maybe we'll have more on this tomorrow, get some uh, reaction to it. But... Uh, check it out tonight and see how the media, how they do on this one. I, I have a feeling you're not going to be pleased. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.